Hi, and welcome to Storytime with Rabbi Itzy Erz. Hi, everyone. I am your host, Rabbi Itzy Erz, together with... Me, Yossi, his sidekick. Yay! At this time, I would like to remind everybody that you are listening to jradio.com. If you would like to listen to us on the telephone, you can listen to us by dialing 712-432-4217. That number again is 712-432-4217. The number to call after the show, after the story that is, to tell us your name and what lesson you learned in tonight's story is 718-683-5858. Very good, Yossi. And, of course, if you'd like to listen to us live or on the archives, you can call 718-506-9099. That number again is 718-506-9099. And just follow the menu if you want to listen to us live or follow the archives. I would also like to take this moment to remind you that J Radio can definitely use your donations. So, the address is Javit Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is Javit Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. And if you would like to text in to ask for information how to sponsor or to how to advertise on JavidRadio.com, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you would also like to suggest a story for me to tell, and you'd like to give over all the information and all the details of it, and uh, or possibly the source for it, you may also text in 347-927-8398, and it will be forwarded to me. Yes. Okay, my turn, Rabbi Herbs. Okay, if anyone is looking to hire Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs for either storytelling, Kaya from the Maya, Extreme Martial Arts Demo, uh, you know, whether it be for, uh, you know, Avas Abundant Program, uh, 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 your, your yeshiva, your Benos, your Beis Yaakov, whatever, your school, a private party, or a day camp, a bungalow colony, or sleepaway camp. So, of course, the number to call is 718 718- 375-1294. That number again is 718-375-1294. Also, you should be aware, if anybody's interested uh, for information about art lessons, martial arts lessons, you know, perhaps karate, uh, private karate lessons, Qigong energy lessons, and so on, uh, you could call also 718-375-1294 for more information. And please be aware that Rabbi Erbs's books are still available in your local farm store, along with many of his CDs and a new one, too. And for those CDs that are not in the stores, you could call Rabbi Yitzhirbs at 718-375-1294, and he will be more than happy to send you a complete list, either by email or fax. Wow, did I get everything in? I think so. I think we can now start our story. Okay, are you ready for the story? <laughs> you better believe it, I'm ready for the story. 
That's great. That's great. Very well. Okay, so I have a very long story, and I don't know if I told it to here, but if I did, it was probably a good couple of years ago. And if I told it earlier, well, that's Michael, because on the way over, this is the story that came to my head. And then I said to myself, hmm, I don't think I told this in a while. Okay, so that's the story I'm going to tell. What's the name of the story? That's the story you're going to tell? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Listen, Yossi, I told you, have I got a story for you? Oh, yeah, so I, I want to hear the story. So what's the story? <laughs> what do you mean, what's the story? I told you the name of the story. Uh, uh, that's what we're going to do. Uh, well, I didn't hear the name. I told you, I have a story. Have I got a story for you? I got a story. I mean, yeah, I know you have a story for me, but what is the story? <laughs> that's the story. What's the story? Have I got a story for you? You keep telling me that. I know that. But, I mean, if you have a story for me, so what's the story? That's the name of the story. Have I got a story for you? Huh, you know what? Think about that for a moment. I just want to remind everybody that uh, my newest CD, it's a double CD, uh, which came out together with uh, Rabbi Framowitz uh, from Yufa Studios. Uh, so, therefore, Yufa Studios... I know what it is. Yufa Studios together with Master Storyteller, Rabbi Yitzhak, uh, came out with a new CD, and it's out there in the market. It's called Shoal HaMelech and the Witch. And boy, oh boy, it's a great CD. Wow, because Okay, so, and it's completely new and revised, and I mean, oh boy, completely new and revised. So now, I, I, I took care of that. Now, what's the name of the story? I just told you the name of the story is Have I Got a Story for You. Wait a minute. Are you telling me that you got a story for me? Yes. And the name of the story is Have, have I Got a Story for You? Yep, that's it. Now you got it. That's the name of the story. The name of the story is have I got a story for you? Yeah, that's right. You got that right. Okay, so uh, we're ready to start. Now, this is a story that happened in the times of the Baal Shem Tov. Really? Oh, wow. Baal Shem Tov story. It's not even Master Shabbos. Yes, yes. Okay. Anyways, <clears throat> so let me tell you what happened. This story goes back to the 1700s, obviously, you know, because uh, that's when he lived. But this is towards the end of his life. Towards the end of the Baal Shem Tov's life. He was calling his Talmudim together, and he said, uh, Well, let me tell you something. I'm getting old and out of my ears, and I have no longer, I have no idea how longer I'm going to live, but I feel my end is coming closer. So let me tell you. I want, and of course, what he did was, Let me guess. He went and he told everybody what he wants them to do. He said, like, uh, 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 what's his name? Mazushin Magid was the one that went over and, and took over, you know, like to be like the rebber, sort of to say, right? And this one did that, and this one did that. And, and, and that's what you're going to tell us about? Mm hmm And there was one Talmud. I don't remember his last name. But I could tell you this. This particular Talmud, his name was Yaakov. And this particular Talmud, Yaakov, was a very interesting Talmud. And he accompanied the Baal Shem Tov for a lot of years. And when he looked at him, that is, when the Baal Shem Tov looked at him. Yeah, yeah. So when the Baal Shem Tov looked at him, the Baal Shem Tov said, Herzogzi, listen to me carefully. Rabbi Yaakov, you have been around for a long time with me. You've seen many things that happened with me. And you know them. And your mission shall be to go around and telling the inspirational stories that happened with me. 
And this way people will have divine inspiration, meaning they will learn to have a munas chachamim and to have more stronger munim betochem, their klal, to have a munim betochem and a boinishalaylam. And yes, I want you, you'll pack your bags and you'll leave after I'm nifter. And then you will go and you will go around and you will tell stories. And that will be your mission. Unschuldigt, uh, aber I hear what you're saying, but Heilige Rebbe, I mean, listen, you know, I don't mind going around telling stories, but I'm married, I have a family. I mean, uh, what should I do? Whatever the Rebbe says I should do, of course you know I'm going to do it. Yes, I know. So listen to me. You will go around telling stories, and you'll come back for the Yom Tavim. And if you're telling stories in nearby villages that are not so far from your home, you'll come back for Shabbos. But if not, you'll be away for months and months at a time. But it will be good for you also, because you will make Parnassus and be able to send back the money to your wife and your family, because people will pay money to hear these wonderful stories. And it will give them inspiration to become better people. This I want you to do. Uh, yes, I will do this. But with all due respect... Hey, Legarema, if I do this, I mean between you and I, what about my family? I mean, okay, go away for a year or two. I mean, I, 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 this could be forever and ever for the rest of my life. Is this what I'm meant to be? Well, I tell you the truth. You won't be doing this forever and ever. You will have a sign, and when you get this sign, you will know that you won't have to tell stories anymore. But, but, but what is the sign? Hey, like Rebbe, can you please tell me? Oh, don't worry. You will know the sign when the sign happens. All right? I have no more strength now. Please. And so, the Baal Shem Tov never said exactly what the sign would be, but he just said there would be a sign. That's all he said. There'll be a sign. But he never said what it would be. Well, it's going to be one of those mystery, scary stories. Oh, I don't think so. But I can make it if you want. No, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. All right. Anyway, so what happened was as follows. After the Helege Tzadik, the Baal Shem Tev, Rabbi Yisrael Baal Shem Tev was nifted. And after the Leviathan, people mourned for him and so on and so forth. And then it was time. For each one to do their jobs and their missions that the Heilige Baal Shem Tov said that they should do. And so what ended up happening was as follows. Rabbi Yaakov, he told his mishpacha, Well, uh, I'm sorry, but, um, you know, um, the Heilige Rebbe, the Baal Shem Tov, told me that my mission is I have to go around telling stories. But for how long are you going to go around telling stories? Well, I, I'm not sure. But what about our family? I, I, I will come back for the Yom Tovim and everything. And, and if I'm doing stories nearby, I'll, I'll come back for Shabbos. But if I'm far away, I won't be able to. Oy, oy, oy. How long? A, a month? Two months? Or how long? I'm not sure. The Rebbe was not clear. He told me I should pack my talus, my tefillin, and take what I need. And then... Basically, not to travel so heavy, because wherever I go to tell a story, people will pay money to hear the stories. 
and that I will make my panosa, and I will send home money. What should I tell you? That's the way it's supposed to be, and I have no idea how long. Maybe for a few years. What are we going to do? <laughs> please, please, my dear wife, please don't cry. Everything has been a shemayim, you know that. Uh, it won't be forever. Oh, really? How long? A year? Two years? I asked you that before. Yes, I know, but I, I can't say. But I do know that I'm going to receive a sign that will tell me when that it's time to stay home. Really? What's it going to be? A sign that's going to be hanging from the ceiling or something? Somebody's going to come knock on the door. Hello there, Rabbi Yaakov, I got a sign for you. Would you like to take a look at the sign? Come on, what kind of sign is this? No, no, no. It'll be something in a shemayim that, that'll be on, you know, like, for sure, for sure, it'll be something that I'll recognize that it's, um, you know, uh, a sign from shemayim. That, 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 I mean, you know, he said it'll be so obvious when it happens. So why didn't he want to tell you what it is? I guess he didn't want to burden with me to know exactly how long I would be gone. I don't know. I got a good feeling and I got a bad feeling about this. What do you mean a good feeling? I got a good feeling because things will be well. But I have a bad feeling because I have a funny feeling. It's going to be a long time. Ay, ay, ay. This is terrible. Ay, ay, ay. What should I tell you? What am I going to do? Ay, 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 ay. Don't worry. Please don't cry. Have it to be fine. And so, that was the kind of lifestyle that he did. Abiyakov would travel around from town to town. And when people heard that he was a Talmud and a Meshurish, a servant, he served the Baal Shem Tov, people were excited. And then he, when he said he had stories to tell, they were even more excited. And of course, they were delighted to hear his stories. And Mamesh, when he finished his stories, you could rest assured that everybody was sitting there in awe. Because not only were they great stories, but he also told them very well. Was he like you, Rabbi Herbs, or like me? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't around those times. I have no idea. But all I know is very good because he was making some parnosa. Not like a millionaire, you know, but, but he was making some sort of a parnosa. So anyways, so that's, that's what happened, basically. So anyways, so let me tell you, Vaita, what happened. He would go to places... And then, of course, you know, when he would get up there Friday night in the shul after the tish, or during the tish, I guess, which means after. I know, I know. Like a tish is like a Hasidish thing, you know. So everybody goes home, they eat their meals, you know, after the and everything like that. And after they finish the, 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 the suda, then they come back to the shul or to the Rebbe's house. And then the Rebbe feels the chatish. He leads out like a, a, a table, you know. I mean, uh, and they have shrayim, I mean, you know, like uh, foods passed around, things like that. And there's a brachas given. Out, then they sing, and then the Rebbe says, like a Devat Torah or something, right? Yes, that's quite so. But anyway, so let me tell you what happened. He would start off and says, My Rabbi say, have I got a story for you? And of course, he would start getting to the story, and you would see those faces. I can just imagine. They were staring at him. They were looking at him. That's right. And then... One year, when he came home from Rosh Hashanah, I mean, he came home for Rosh Hashanah. Right, he came home for Rosh Hashanah, because he can't come home from Rosh Hashanah, because that would be too far. Okay, we got the picture, okay. Anyway, so what happened was, 
He came home for Rosh Hashanah and for the rest of the Yom Neroyim. And he was there, and his wife looked at him. Oi, young killer, give a cook, give a look, take a look at our daughter. Do you recognize her? <laughs> of course I recognize our daughter. Why shouldn't I recognize our daughter? You've been away so long this year. You were going to come out the whole year. We didn't even see you for one Shabbos in between. You didn't even come home for Hanukkah this time. Oi, what should I tell you? Well, I was pretty far away. What should I do? I'm doing the mission of the Baal Shem Tov. I mean, if, if, if I have my Amunus Chachomim, and, and, and believe me, there's a lot of reason to have Amunus Chachomim with the Helech Tzadik, the Baal Shem Tov. I, I, I was with him for years. And believe me, I saw Nisim and Eflois. I'm telling you, he was a Baal Moifis. He was Mamish fits into the category where Tzadik Oymev Hashem Goyzer. I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about. Yes, and I know what I'm talking about also. Would you please take a look at our daughter? Yes. Ah, you're such a Ziskai. Thank you, Tati. But I don't know if you realize this, but I'm a lot older now. Of course I know. I won't give you lollipops, don't worry. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm old enough. That's right. Our daughter's old enough to get married. Oi, wow, I didn't think of it. So strange. You grew up so fast. Well, Daddy, you weren't home, you know. Ah, yes. Ay, when will I get this sign? No, no. What can I tell you? I must do the mission about Shemtov. No, but we have to marry of our daughter. Well, maybe I'll go to a place and I'll be able to tell a story and maybe I'll make enough money that I won't have to go so often. But I have to go. I have to do it. That's what the Baal Shem Tov said I should do. I know. All right, all right. Zaygesund, pack your bags. I, got, I put an extra nash for you, okay? Very good, okay? Don't squash the sandwich this time, okay? Uh, yes. Um, I'll try not to squash the sandwich. Okay, and uh, please, no bananas this time. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, they, when they spoil, they really smell, don't they? Uh, yeah. And when they get old and mushy, they're really mushy. You know what I mean? Yes, okay, no problem. Okay, Zaykazon, be much I wish this would be the last one. Okay, no, no, what can I tell you? My husband, can I know her? Poo-poo-poo, he's such a ziskite. He is so, so special. And Mamish, the Amunis Chachomim he has, it's unbelievable. I mean, how many people can say that, you know, if the rabbi tells him to do something or a tzaddik or a Rosh Hashiva or whatever it is, a big godam godal says something, how many people are going to do it without questioning? And, and you know what I mean? Like my husband, look, he's so much away from home, and yet he does it because that's what the rabbi said. Oh, he's such a moon home. Unbelievable. No, no, what can I tell you? All right. Ay, ay, ay. Well, well, well. Oh. That's the way it goes. And so he was traveling from place to place. And telling stories from place to place. And this time around, he came around to where was the place? Uh, Rabbi Erbs, I have to read your mind. You're not letting me in. Oh, 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 sorry. I wandered off for a second. Okay, I'm back in the story. Oh, 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 he came close to the border of Italy. Wow. And he was in a certain shtetl over there. And he was walking around, and he heard people talking. Sir, I scared the jail. 
you know, in Rome, which is part of Italy, you know, uh, there's this uh, Gavir, Mamas Canina, who's uh, a very, very rich man, big boss and doctor. I'm telling you. And, you know, he's also a fan of the Heiligabal Shemdav, you know? <laughs> amazing. Yes, amazing. What I want to tell you is this. It's so amazing because the rumor has it that this man loves the Balsemtum so much and now that the Balsemtum is not living anymore, he can't go to visit him. So uh, I heard that he likes to hear stories from the Balsemtum. Yeah, that's right. Excuse me, uh, pardon me. Um, did I overhear you correctly? I mean, I didn't mean to overhear, but, uh, you know, because, you know, it could fall into categories of Lush and horror sometimes. But you guys, Kalina Hara talks so loud. And I was just wondering, um, did I overhear correctly? Uh, what did you overhear? Yes. What did you overhear from us? Yeah, what did you overhear? Uh, was it me? Was it me? Was it me? Uh, yes. I, I couldn't help overhear that you people are talking about this rich man in Rome. Oh, yes. He's a very rich man in Rome. Very. Yes. And the fact is, this man loves to give money away for Tzedakah, but also he loves to hear stories from the Baal Shem Tov. Uh, yes, I, I heard that. But now, please, uh, what's this about? Oh, I will tell you. You see, uh, if somebody tells good stories from the Baal Shem Tov, he pays the money. He loves to pay the money because he loves to hear stories. The more stories he hears, the greater the smile is and the greater the money he gives. Wow. It's very interesting. Um, could you tell me where he lives? I just told you, in Rome. Yes, but Rome is pretty big. I mean, where can I find him? Obviously, in the Jewish part of Rome. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, but how will I recognize his house? Oh, don't worry. It's pretty big. You'll see. <laughs> But um, there might be others. I'll just ask around for the big of ear who loves to hear the stories of the Mount Shemtev. Uh, yeah. Okay. Givaldic. Hmm. Ah, this should be interesting. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I know more stories, can I know horror, than anybody else. I'm not going to let it go to my head. I'm not going to be chas v'sholom bal gaivinik. But uh, that's why the Baal Shem told me to go around. Ah. <sighs> So I'm going to go to him? Wow, he's going to pay me so much money. I know plenty of stories. Have I got a story for him? <laughs> sure, he'll pay me a lot of money. I'll go there. Wow, it's going to be Givaldic. <gasps> I can't believe it. I'm going to go to this Gavir. Mamish. And he'll pay me, and I'll make so much money. I'll come home. I could see my wife and children. I can imagine that my wife is going to be ecstatic. My daughter is going to be ecstatic because I'll be home to be able to help with the arrangements for a shidduch and marry off my daughter. Wow, it's so gewaldic. <gasps> ah, let me arrange, let me see my money here. Okay, I have enough money to take a, uh, a coach, uh, a higher wagon driver to take me to Rome. Um, uh, Excuse me. Uh, it, uh, 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 yes, sir. I'm talking to you. Are you a wagon driver? No, I'm not a wagon driver. 
I just own this wagon, and I drive people around to pay me. That's all. What made you think I was a wagon driver? Ah, so you are a wagon driver. Oh, I'm just pulling your leg. It's funny, I don't feel anything. Oh, it's just an expression. Yes, I'm a wagon driver, so what can I do for you? Well, uh, what you could do is, um, I would like to go to Rome. To Rome? You want to roam around? Oh, sure. You pay me for roaming charge? No problem. Wherever I take you, you pay me? No problem. No, 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 no. Like, we're in Italy? Yeah, we're in the border of Italy, yeah. And I want to go to Rome. Uh, What part of Rome do you want to go to? I want to go to the part where um, the the Jewish part, obviously, where the Jewish people live. Uh, And and I want to see this... Kavir! Oh, yeah. The famous Kavir. Yeah. Everybody knows him. Boy, oh, boy. Well, I can tell you something. If you know stories of the Baal Shem Tov, you know, I tell you, you can go there, tell stories, and he's going to pay you. He just loves hearing stories of the Baal Shem Tov. He's inspired by them. It's unbelievable. You just got to go to see him. I'm telling you. Ah. Very interesting. Uh, uh, that's exactly what I want to do. Because um, my name is Rabyankov. Rabyankov? It's funny. My name is Yaakov. Uh, Yaakov is a popular name. But I'm Yaakov the Magid. Yaakov the Magid. I'm Yaakov the wagon driver. Yaakov the Panagola. <laughs> yes, I noticed. Anyways, I'll pay you to drive me to Rome. And I want to go to this Gevir, because I know stories. Because I was a, a Meshamish. I was a Talmud from the Heilige, the Holy Baal Shem Tov. What? You? You? Like you, you, and not me, but you? You were a, you were a Talmud from the Baal Shem Tov? Yes, yes. I was a Talmud from the Baal Shem Tov. Ah, and I've been his Talmud for a good number of years. And I know lots and lots of stories. Wow. Wow. So sure, sure. Hey, you should definitely go to this rich man. You know, he doesn't give a little couple of pennies, you know. He gives lots of money. Yeah. Hey. Hey, you know what? You know, uh, you're going to pay me now or after the story? No, no, no. I will pay you. Sure. No question about it. Let me hire you. And, you know, um, you take me there and... I'll give you a nice tip, too. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. So, um, we're going from here to Rome, to the Jewish part of Rome. That means I got to grease my wheels. Oh, yeah. A grease your wheels? What, what do you mean? You know, put the grease on the wheels. Oh, oh yes, yes, I forgot. That wagon drivers who drive a lot, they have to grease the wagon wheels. Otherwise, it gets stiff and then it falls off or breaks, right? Yep, that's right. So we're going a big distance, so uh, let me just uh, uh, lift up over here the, 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 the wagon a bit, a bit. How are you going to lift up the wagon? It weighs a ton. Well, no, the horses weigh a ton. The wagon is nothing, unless I'm sitting in it. Then it weighs two tons. <laughs> uh, you're not that heavy. Oh, I'm just kidding, 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 kidding. Okay, let me just take this rock over here. Let me take this wedging piece of log over here. Okay, there we go. Now I have the wagon wheel off the ground. Let me just take it off. And let me smear all this grease on. Okay, let me slide the wagon wheel back on. 
Let me just uh, make sure I bolt it close. <laughs> Imagine we're riding on the wagon and boom goes the wheel. <laughs> uh, wheel rolling down the street. You know what I mean. Okay. All right. So uh, where was we? Uh, where was we? Uh, you were going to grease the other wheel. Oh, yeah, 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 sure. And so eventually he greased the other wheel. And they set out to go to Rome. And mamish, they were on their way to Rome. It took quite a while to get there. You know, not like 50 years or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, uh, people know that in the olden days, it took a while to get there. It took several, several hours, you know, from that part of Italy to Rome. He finally arrived there, and he came to the streets over there, and he started asking around, Excuse me, pardon me, you over there? Huh? You're talking to me? That's so nice of you. Hey, Moisha, somebody's talking to me. <laughs> Hello, Shalom Aleichem, what can I do for you? Uh, well, I'm looking for the Gevir that likes to hear stories from the Baal Shem Tov. <laughs> You're going the right direction, just keep going with your wagon straight. You see this big mansion over there, very big. He's a big Baal Tzedakah, you need Tzedakah, I mean, you know... It's all right, don't worry. Just please, straight ahead. Straight ahead. But make a small, sharp turn after about 200 yards. Why? Because otherwise you're going to crash into a tree that's standing there. Oh, thank you very much. Good to know. And so, sure enough, he went very carefully, 200 feet. He dodged that tree. And eventually came to the gates. And the guard was at the gate. Shalom Aleichem, how are you, how are you, how are you? Welcome, welcome. Are you here for tzedakah? Should I call my master and ask him to prepare tzedakah for you? Huh? Uh, well, actually, my name is Rabbi Yaakov. Rabbi Yaakov, okay. And what should I know about that name, Rabbi Yaakov? Well... I was a Talmud from the Heilige, the Holy Baal Shem Tov. You what? You 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 you're joking? You 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 you're Yes. Why are you getting so nervous like that? Because my master loves the Baal Shem Tov. He loves to hear stories about the Baal Shem Tov. Anybody knows a story about the Baal Shem Tov, he pays them lots of money. Yeah, you know stories because you were a, a Talmud of his, right? <coughs> Excuse me. Yes, I was a Talmud from him. I also served him for a while also. I was both. Wow. So you went along with him when a lot of the stories happened? Yes, I, I did. Yes, yes. And I know quite a lot of stories. Wow. Oh, wow. I can't believe it. Come, come this way. Come, come, come. Let's go, let's go. Run up the steps over here. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I know there's no steps, but I mean, like going up the alleyway, whatever. Anyway, so you got me so nervous. I don't know what to do. Okay. Uh, he's going to knock on the door. Who's going to knock on the door? You. He's going to knock on the door. But I don't have to knock. I'm the servant. Right. So, so open the door then. Oh, okay. <laughs> this way. This way. Ah, Shalom Aleichem. What can I do for you? Oh, my dear servant, guard, what, what's, what's the matter? 
I'm so nervous. Why are you so nervous? What's going on? I think he's trying to say that I happen to be, Rabbi Yaakov, a Talmud from the Baal Shem Tov. A Talmud of the Baal Shem Tov? You're a Talmud of the Baal Shem Tov, the Heilig and Tzadik? Um, yes. I, 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 I was all the way until he was Nifta. As a matter of fact, um, you know, um, uh, I know lots of stories, and I heard that, ah, uh, yes, of course, you know lots of stories in the Baal Shem Tov, you were Talmud, you were there by a lot of the stories, I'm sure, you could verify that they actually happened. Wow, it'll be my honor, you know what, it's Thursday. But you'll stay here by me. And don't worry, I'll put up your wagon driver. You want to stay here? Hey, a house like this? Hey, why not? Whoa. Probably going to sleep in a normal bed that doesn't have broken springs. Sure, I don't mind. And I'll give you meals. <laughs> what could be better than that? Uh, all right, that's good. Wonderful. All right, anyways, um, I think that the best time for you to tell me stories in the Baal Shem Tov would be Friday night. You know, you must be tired from traveling around. <laughs> so you know what? Um, you, you'll rest over here tonight. You'll rest a bit on Friday. Of course, you do your learning, whatever it is you do. And then Friday night, by the dish, you know, um, there will be lots of people coming, you know, because when they hear the news that I have a guest who was, was a Talmud of the Baal Shem Tov, whoa, a lot of people are going to come. Because in this town, you know, when uh, when I have a hush of a guest, everybody's knowing that they managed to come over. <laughs> yes, okay. Um, uh, so, Bez Hashem, you, you, you mask him? Uh, yes, I mask him very much. Not a problem at all. I like what you're saying. And yes, I, I, I mask him. Yes, indeed. I, I like what you're saying. And uh, I think I'll stay. Wagon driver, of course I'll stay. No problem at all. <laughs> all right, very good. And so he stayed there Thursday night. Wonderful meal, wonderful room, wonderful minion for Minchemayrev, a wonderful schluff, a wonderful Ofstai. What's an Ofstai? Uh, waking up in the morning. So he got up in the morning. He davened like a mensch in the shul with a beautiful minion. He came back, he ate breakfast, he learned a lot, and he was preparing in his mind's eye, and he was thinking to himself, uh, well, I have this story. That's a mamishka valdika story. And then, if he wants me to tell a story, uh, you know, by lunchtime, I have another story. Yeah, that's a great story. Yeah, yeah. I should tell that one too. Yeah, yeah. And then there's that story. Wow. That's like a Valdic story. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Oh, I have so many stories. And if he wants more stories, I'll do it. And if he wants stories about the Shabbos, I'll do it. I just, you know, be my smile to the Rabbi I don't get hoarse from telling so many stories. All right. No, no. As I got this. And so Friday was wearing on. And as he was walking around or doing whatever he was doing in between his learning, he kept thinking about stories. And if a better story popped up, he said, ah, maybe I'll tell this story. And he had so many stories in mind, all lined up in his head. And then Friday night came. He went to shul and he davened. 
And everybody was singing along with the chazan. And when he finished... Oh, you're not going to do the chazan this time? No, there's not enough time because we got to finish the story. Oh, yes, okay. So anyway, so what ended up happening was he ate his meal Friday night. And then it was time for the tish. And people were coming one after the other. And there was plenty of room because the gavir had a big house. Big mansion, sort of. And a big room where he held the tish. And there he was, sitting at the head table. And finally, he gave a clap after everybody gnashed their fruits and so on and so forth. And Mazonos. He gave a clap on the tish. Listen, everybody. We have this host, this Shabbos, to have a very special guest at our home. A very special guest. Yeah, I heard about him. Is it true there's a tower from the Bashem Tev? Hey, is it true? Yes, yes. We have here Rabbi Yaakov. Rabbi Yaakov was a Talmud from the Bashem Tev for many years. And he knows lots of stories ever from the Heiliger Baal Shem Tev. And everybody around here knows that I love to hear stories from the Baal Shem Tev. It gives me lots and lots of inspiration. Yes, 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 yes. So, let's give our undivided attention to this Heiliger Tzadik, Rabbi Yaakov. And while they were making the introduction for him, or I should say, while <laughs> the rich man was making this introduction, Rabbi Yaakov was thinking, okay, so tonight I'll start off with this story. Yeah, yeah, that's a good story. All right, Rabbi Yaakov, uh, the podium is yours. Uh, thank you, thank you. Shalom Aleichem, I get in Shabbos, I get in Shabbos to I get in Shabbos to everybody here. Okay, my name is Rabbi Yaakov. I was a Talmud from the Heilig of Shemtev. I was a Talmud all the way until he was Nifta. Okay, so now tonight I want to tell this Givaldi Givaldi's story. No, instead of giving us an introduction, tell us the story. Yes, I want to tell a story. So this story took place, um, um, this story took place. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, who's time to go along? No, tell us when the story was, no. And all of a sudden, there was a problem. That's right. His memory went boom, boom. Uh, which means that he went blank. Yes, his memory went blank. He couldn't remember for the life of him the story. And suddenly his mouth stopped speaking. He couldn't remember the story. And in his mind, he was thinking, I, I, I don't understand. I know hundreds and hundreds of stories. I can't even remember one. Um, let me try again. Uh, have I got a story uh, for you tonight? Uh, uh, let me tell you about this story <coughs> about <coughs> about the uh, um, 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 what's the matter? Is something wrong? Do you need a drink? Uh, no, something's really strange. I, I, I can't seem to remember not even one story. And this afternoon I prepared so many stories to want to tell over. And I was mulling over the fact of which story I should tell. It, it doesn't make sense. Uh-huh. All right. Mirabai uh, Sai, uh, quiet down, quiet down. Give him a moment. Let him regain his thoughts. You know, he did travel a far distance to come here. Yeah, but he rested last night. Yeah, he rested last night. Oh, didn't he rest part of the day too? Uh, uh, could be. 
Oh, yeah, it was very strange. Come on, tell the story already. And of course, he tried, but he just couldn't remember. No words came out of his mouth. And everybody started laughing. <laughs> this guy must be a foolish man. <laughs> he claims he's Rabbi Yaakov, a Talmud from the Mount <laughs> What a joke. This guy's a joke. He's a phony baloney. He's filled with pastrami and pickles and lettuce and potato salad. If shall auction cool on a potato cooker. <laughs> yeah, that's right. This man doesn't know anything. He just heard that if you tell stories about Sam <laughs> the rich man pays money. He doesn't know nothing. That's right. He knows nothing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, this is funny if I do say so myself. And everybody thought it was funny. But there was one person not laughing. And the person not laughing was none other. Then the host, the rich man. Uh, my rabbi said, you know, uh, listen, I think he's just a little tired, perhaps a little nervous. Maybe this is a bigger crowd than he usually tells. You know what? Uh, let's uh, continue with the Titian. Let's continue singing some lyrics, And maybe I'll say it about Torah, whatever. And then, you know, tomorrow, Bez Hashem, by the Suda, he'll be very well rested and he'll tell a story then. Okay. Uh, yes, that's a great idea. Okay, I'm sorry, boys. I don't know why, but my head says, it's not working tonight. And sure enough, the next day came, and he went to be Miss Palel Shachris. They even gave him Aliyah. They gave him a Rebbe Shach, uh, Aliyah. They gave him Shishi. Anyways, after davening, he went for the Suda. And once again, after the Suda, people gathered in the home of the rich man. And they were there, and the rich man got up again, and he clapped, and he said, Everybody, please quiet down. You know, microphones weren't invented yet, and besides, if it was, it's Shabbos, and we can't use a microphone. So everybody, please be quiet and give your undivided attention to this uh, Talmud of the Baal Shem Tev. Rabbi Yaakov, you're on. Uh, thank you very much. So, let me start off by saying, have I got a story for you? The following story that I want to tell you is... Uh, yes, what's the story? Uh, the following story I want to tell you is... Um, have I got a story for you? What, uh, uh, wait a minute. It's happening again. I can't remember what's going on. This is strange. I can't remember. I, 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 my mind is totally blank. And I know hundreds of stories. What's going on? I can't seem to remember. And he started to wipe the sweat from his forehead. And he was so embarrassed. He was so mavuyished. I am telling you, he was so embarrassed. Like, Mamish, if there was a, like a snail shell, he would crawl up into it, or a turtle shell, he would crawl up into it and hide his face. His face was so red. He was blushing. He was so ashamed. And everybody started laughing again. <laughs> this guy is trying again. Ah, he won't give up. Oh, you know, this man is so ridiculous. Why doesn't he give up already? You know, you just can't get up here and try to say a story that after Chappas expected he's going to pay you. A ridiculous. What's the matter with you? And so 
what happened was he couldn't remember. And again, the only one that wasn't laughing was the host. And he said, my rabbi, side, please, let's, let's continue singing Zemiris Abyssal. And, uh, you know, I, I'm sure it's just maybe, you know, like, uh, uh, he needs a lot more rest, that's all. I, I think it's going to be fine. Don't worry, don't worry. Shalashudis, Be'er Hashem, he's going to speak then, okay, Rabbi side. When Shalashudis came, there were less people. Right, because what happened was this, they, they got tired. They said he's a phony baloney, he's full of pastrami, and he already ate the kugel. So whatever it is, and, and this person is, mamish, you know, a phony baloney, just wants to collect money. But he can't remember anything. And that's what they thought. And then Shalashudis came. Of course, like I said before, there was a smaller crowd. And he got up there and he said, My rabbi said, have I got a story for you? This story took place, and boom, his mind went blank again. He couldn't remember. He was wiping the sweat from his forehead. He was getting nervous. He was mamish going, well, I don't understand this. This is ridiculous. I, I, I'm trying to re- remember a story. I, 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 Oy, oy, oy. I, uh, I, can't, I can't remember. It's all right. Don't worry, please. Let's not embarrass him, okay? He had a hard time, a hard day, whatever it is. It's, his cup is not working today. Please, please, Rabbi Sai, let's continue singing Zemiris and everything be fine. And they sang Zemiris. But the Shabbos came. There was nobody that showed up for the Malava Malka by the rich man because already by then everybody gave up to hear a story from the Baal Shem Tev. And then finally, he was ready, and he said, I'm, I'm very sorry. I don't understand this. It's the most strangest thing. This never happened to me before. I, I've gone to town after town. I've told so many stories from the Baal Shem Tov. All of a sudden, I come to your house, like, suddenly, I, I think of a story, and then all of a sudden, when I start to talk, my mind goes blank. I don't understand this. I'm so embarrassed. I think I should just take my wagon driver and go. Now, just a minute. Please, please, don't leave yet. I'm sure something will come to your head. I know it. How come you're the only one that expects something from me? I don't get it. Everybody else is laughing. Because I can see on your face that you're very sincere. I really believe that you are a Talmud of the Baal Shem Tov. Now, please, rest up some more. You know what? I'll tell you what. When Tuesday comes... And you still don't have a story by Tuesday. Then I'll let you go home. And then, of course, I'll even pay you anyways because you tried. And I don't want you to go home empty-handed. Okay? And I'll pay you enough money you can cover your wagon driver. Oh, that's so nice of you. Thank you. Yes. Okay? Do we got a deal? All right. But no big crowds? No big crowds. Nothing. And sure enough, Sunday came, no story. Monday came, no story. Tuesday came, no story. He was getting ready to go into the Balagola's wagon. All right, you got all your suitcases in here. Okay, we're ready to go anytime you are. I, I, I'm very sorry. I, I, I just don't understand. I know so many stories. It's all right, don't worry. Trust me, I know. It's not your fault. I don't know what you're talking about. It's not your fault. Don't you worry. Zeigesund, and if you're in this area again, you come by, and I'm sure you'll be able to tell me a story. Don't you worry. And all of a sudden, when the wagon was about to leave, suddenly at that moment, a story came back. 
to his head, and this time it didn't leave him. Wait, wait, wait. I have a story to tell you. Wait, don't, don't, don't go away. Don't go away. I, I got a story. It's an unbelievable story. I remember it. I remember it. Yes, yes. Please tell me, tell me, tell me. All right, all right. <coughs> I'll tell you now. <coughs> I, I don't, don't want to go back to your house now. I want to tell you right now while I still remember it. Go ahead, go ahead. Please, please do. All right. Well, you see, it was about 10 years ago. Very interesting. 10 years ago, I was a Shabbos. And while we are in the middle of Shabbos, by Shalashudah's time, something bothered the Baal Shem Tov very much. And the Baal Shem Tov suddenly said, Moses Shabbos, we have to go. And the Baal Shem Tov took two Talmidim with him, plus me. And then we went and traveled and traveled until we came up to this town, a very Goyesha, Antasmitisha crown, a, a, a town, a town that is, Yes, a town, antisemitish, very much. And what happened was this. We came there in the middle of this town, and it was in the middle of this spring chogo that the Goyim have. And he came into the town, and he went straight to a certain house that faced the town square, and he knocked on the door. And an old lady came to the door. Who is there? One second, let me see. One second. Oh, my goodness, a Jewish person over here. Are you out of your mind to wander the streets now? Excuse me. And, of course, she didn't know it was the Baal Shem Tov she was talking to. This is a dangerous time. The guy him looked to harm us at this time. Please, please, if, if, if I were you, I would run and, and leave this town immediately. I oh, there's a bishop over here, such an anti-Semite. I'm telling you, this bishop is such a... I'm almost this guy, I'm telling you. He speaks horrible things about Eden. Oh, he, he, he rallies up the town to do things against Eden. Oh, it's terrible, terrible, terrible. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, please. No, I'm sorry. But we will stay here, if you don't mind. And so, the Baal Shem Tov decided to stay by the lady. And, of course, we stayed there overnight... And the morning came, the bells were ringing, and people were coming to the town square where there was a big platform set up. And then there was this bishop. He was coming to the center of the platform, and he was getting ready to make a speech. And the high leg about Shem Tov said to me, Herzirzi, I want you right now to go outside and go straight up to the platform and tell the bishop, that the Baal Shem Tov wants to see him right now. Yes, sure, right away. And of course I did what the Baal Shem Tov said. I, the crowd, didn't matter. I do what the Rebbe said. And he went out. That is me. I went out. And I went straight into the center. Goyim were all around me. And I squeezed myself away and I said, excuse me, excuse me, pardon me, pardon me. And they all looked towards me. And it was as though they didn't see that I was Jewish. And I came to the front of the platform and then I said, excuse me. And I said it in Yiddish, just like the Baal Shem Tov wanted me to. The Baal Shem Tov wants as he's all in Yetzt. The Baal Shem Tov wants to see you right now. And suddenly the bishop, he told me that he would come soon. He would come soon. But not now. He has to give a speech. So I went back to the Baal Shem Tov. And when I went to the Baal Shem Tov, the Baal Shem Tov said, go back to him, and I should tell him right now. And I went back to him, and I said, 
the Baal Shem Tefil Tachzein Yetzt. And of course, he got scared. I don't know why. And he got up from the platform. I should say he got down from the platform. And he told the people, I'm sorry, but I will have to continue my speech later. And of course, the Galach, this bishop came to the Baal Shem Tov. They went into a small private room in the lady's house and they spoke for hours. And then when they came out, the Baal Shem Tov wouldn't say a word. But all of a sudden we traveled back and we heard rumors that this Galach disappeared. Nobody ever heard from him again. Nobody. And nobody knows what happened. Gewaldic! I love it! This is the story I've been waiting for. What? What are you talking about? What do you mean? <laughs> I know you're a Talmud about Shemtev. You don't recognize me, but I recognize you. I know you were there 10 years ago. And I know this story is true because I was there also. What? You were there also? What are you talking about? Because I am the Galach. I was that bishop over there. What? <coughs> you were the bishop? Yes. Yes. And I will tell you, the Baal Shem Tov told me many things to do for Tshuva. And, of course, I was able to um, take a lot of my riches and reestablish myself and give half the riches to Tzedakah like the Baal Shem Tov instructed. And then, and then what I did was, let me tell you, I went over and I established this mansion and I continued giving Tzedakah and I told everybody to spread the word that anyone tells me stories from the Baal Shem Tov, I will pay a lot of money. And do you know why? No. Please, please tell me why. I'll tell you why. It happens to be. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Please tell me. All right. The Mount Shem Tov told me when I will hear a story about the story that happened to me in that town square. When I will hear this story, then I will know that my tshuva was accepted. And you, Yaakov, will know that your mission to go around telling stories about Shem Tov is complete because you did your mission. But how come I couldn't remember the stories before? Because my tshuva wasn't accepted Friday. It wasn't accepted by the Sudna by, by lunchtime. It wasn't accepted by Shalashudas. <coughs> and it wasn't accepted by, 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 by Shalashudas or Malava Malka. And finally now, when you're going home, and I, in my mind's eye, I said, if you who were there Definitely know the story and you can't remember it. That must be that my tshuva is not accepted. And, uh, and I guess I will just go on returning. But how did you become this way? Uh, how did I become this way? You see, I was first a frum person. I was learning yeshiva and everything like that. And then the Yetzirah got a hold of me. And I wanted to learn about some science and philosophy, the Goyesh of Elt. I wanted to know something about it. I wanted to see what their world was like. So, but I couldn't go to their universities as a, as a yid. So I, uh, you know, like went in sort of like a disguise, sort of, you know, like I didn't dress like a yid. I acted like a goy, and but I used to do the mitzvahs privately, and eventually I stopped doing that. And eventually I really got hooked on their philosophy and everything. Eventually I went to their cloister, and and eventually I, I became the galach, and then eventually I became a bishop. And my hatred that they put inside me was so strong. I used to fire up the crowds for pogroms and things like that. But now, when the Baal Shem Tov came, why was I so impressed? Why was I so afraid? Because after a while, I was starting to have dreams. And I used to push it off and push it off. 
And finally, that day when you came, what happened was this. The Baal Shem Tov came to me in a dream the night before, and he said, I am coming for you. Baal Shem Tov told me he's coming, and he's coming to rescue me from there. And when you came and you told me the Baal Shem Tov is here, and he wants to see me now, I knew that this was no small thing. I knew the time is to do tshuva now, or it's never going to happen. And sure enough, the Baal Shem Tov showed me the pathway, and that's what I did. Wow. And now I can go home. Yes, but I'm going to give you half my wealth because you have made me so happy. And sure enough, he gave now half of his current wealth to this person, Rabbi Yaakov, who went home and his family was so happy he was able to make a chasna for his daughter. And everything, Baruch Hashem, was wonderful. And he didn't have to travel around anymore. He spent the rest of his years with his family. Wow, terrific tale. How come you didn't join in? After a while, you were doing such a good job, I stopped interrupting. But you were helping me. Usually now we do stories together. Yeah, but you were doing so great. I I just didn't feel right. Okay, whatever. Okay, do we have some time for some uh, phone calls? Okay, we'll take a phone call or two or three. Okay, hello, you're on the air. Are you there? Hello? Oh, we hear... Hello? Yes. Um, My name is Esti Steger. Right. And I learned that you should do whatever your Rebbe says. You should have Bitachon and... Um, you should know that Hashem plans everything, and you should have a Mungan Excellent. Um, can I speak to Yassi? Hi, you did a great job. Um, Yassi, your ZD is a very good storyteller. Oh, so thank you, thank you. So you listen to Wonder Words also. <laughs> very and, good. And, and Rabianka seems to be on the road a lot. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, thanks a lot. we got to go to the next caller. Bye, nice to hear from you. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Yes, my name is Joseph Brzezki, and I love the, the story. And once you're a YouTuber, always a That's correct. You got that right. Thanks a lot. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. You're the best. Yeah, thank you. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What's your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hey, my name is Jacob Ulysses Morgan and I learned... That it's never too late to rush. Right. And uh, don't be so sure that you're always um, for sure going to get the money like um, 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 like Rebianka didn't remember. Right, right, right. Well, meaning when, when it's supposed to happen, it's going to happen. Very good. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, I think that's all the time we have. Okay, so until uh, next week. Everybody have a wonderful... Oh, we could take one more call. It's time enough. Okay, we'll get one more call in. Hello, you're on the air. We squeeze in one more caller. Hello, what's your name? And what lesson you learned tonight's story? We can squeeze in your last caller, so hurry up. Hello? Me? Yep, you. Me? Always trust in the That's correct. Always trust in the tzaddik. Thank you very much. Okay, so you were the last caller for tonight. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, so until next week, everybody have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos. And uh, do tshuva, because the nine days are coming. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye.